Yo, this is Jay Cuts Fresh. You're checking out the Barber Life Podcast. This is for all barbers, no matter your age, race, or status. Barber Life. Yo, what's going on? This is Jake. Welcome to the Barber Life Podcast once again. Thank you to my repeat listeners. Uh, to my new listeners, welcome. Uh, i got a guest tonight that uh, I've had on before. A friend of mine, a barber brother. And uh, it's always fun to chop it up with them. So I'd like to introduce you to uh, my man Steve, a.k.a. SDA617 on Instagram. Steve, what's going on, man? Hey, happy to be back. <laughs> Happy to have you, man. What's new? What's going on? What's new and exciting? Not too much. Just chilling, grinding it out. There's a new barber's been opening sometime later this winter or early this spring. Yeah. Somerville. So we're pretty excited for that. We're gearing up for that. And then, yeah. Uh, so that's cool. So, uh, new barber's den opening. For those who don't know, there's two current locations uh, north of Boston and sort of east of Boston, I guess, or west of Boston. Yeah, I guess, because it's like Melrose and uh, and then Belmont, is like, they call that Metro West. Uh, yeah, so That's yeah. not too far, because it's, it's right on the border of Cambridge and Watertown, so it's not really like... Yeah. It's not like Wellesley West, and like that to me is like Metro West. But I guess anything yeah. you get west of like Cambridge, they call it Metro West. Or I don't know, it's kind of a big town, so... Yeah, but where, but where we work is right kind of near the. It, it's really close to like Watertown and Cambridge, so it's really not like. Yeah. You know, it's you're still on kind of a busy area. You know. Yeah, it's city. This this like this like MBTA right there. Like I mean, right. Yeah, that's this, true. That's yeah. true. That's that's kind of how I look at it. Like once you get like I think once you leave like Waltham, Belmont, like you don't get the buses. When there's no more buses, you're now Metro West. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would agree with you definitely, a hundred percent. Yeah, man. So, yeah. So we've been we've been talking a lot, me and you, back and forth about yeah. different educational things that we want to do that we've tried to do. Um, oh, I know we got to get it together. Yeah, well, I, mean, I need yeah. to get it together. You're you're on top of things. I need to. Yeah, I, need I don't to know. Get back on the ball. I'm I'm not though. I mean, I'm I don't know what I want to do. I think is the problem. I just want to I want to I want to help everybody, and like, how, what's the best way to help? Like this, this is definitely a platform. I definitely get a lot of good feedback for this. People enjoy it, and I help people. Um, but you know, realistically, like, I need to like start at home, like at the shop. Like, yeah, I got this a seven guy. So me plus seven, and you know, quality control is a little different when you get to that level. You can't look at every single haircut every single day no um, I can't. and you need to kind of trust these men to do what they're supposed to do and the expectations are pretty clear once they get hired but after that it seems to you know it's hard to keep that that vision going all the time and so yeah i've been sort of working on something i got i knocked out a large chunk of it today um took it like an office day i only did a couple cuts today and uh put some training together to get my barbers on the same page and kind of teach them. But you know what you guys do a good amount of that up there. We, yeah, we definitely try to, I would like to do more. Uh, Evan's been doing a fantastic job with two guys that just started more in the Melrose shop and I'm never really there, but you know, what we do is we just make it work. Like 
we'll spend a lot of time with somebody when they first come into the shop and we'll even meet up on a day off on a Sunday and either cutting up a mannequin or, you know, I'll cut Evan's hair, he'll cut my hair or or somebody will get a haircut and demonstrate to the new barber, like some techniques, but, and then, you know, you work with them in the shop and we check in a lot when you're first in the shop. And then after, you know, after a certain period of time, and I'd say for everybody, it's different. Yeah. You know, you're kind of free to kind of, I wouldn't say free, but you're, you know, it's kind of like, all right, man, he's got it. You know, he's got right. at least a, a basic understanding. I think you got to always kind of look at people too and know that the expectations for somebody their first year is going to be different than the expectations for somebody their third year or a barber who's been at it for a really long time, you know, but yeah, yeah we've kind of made a system that we feel works that people can use anywhere. Sure. So that's kind of what we're trying to really like kind of ingrain in the barbers that are there is, you know, there's a certain way that you can go into your cuts that'll allow for better time management and quality control. And that's really what it's all about at the end of the day. Right. Okay. So that's, that's very similar to what I do, but I think I, I think I let them go ride a two wheel bike too fast. <laughs> you know, sure. I think I'm just like, yeah, hey, go ahead. Oh, you fell down a little bit. It's all right. Hey, pick yourself up, buddy. You're good. And, uh, this is a trial by fire career though. You know, like I think, yeah, I think no matter what you want to do, I think people like you and me, what you want to do is not, not that you want to make it easy for the person, but you want to really try to guide them as much as you can in the beginning stages. But really this is one of those things where it's, it's an interesting thing because you could sit up, you could meet up a person with a person on the, on your day off a hundred times, but they still have to do a bunch of haircuts before they truly get good at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. but it's, I think it's probably nerve-wracking as, like, a senior guy in a shop or a shop owner to watch the new guy and just see somebody just get absolutely, like, slaughtered. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, no. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And you're trying to be patient and, you know, like it, – it, but, you know, it, if you care enough to actually care about that, I guarantee you the bad haircut that that new barber's doing if you took the time to spend some time with them is a hundred times better than the bad haircut would be had you not done that. Of course. Yeah. You know, I, I agree with that a hundred percent, man. I, you know, I definitely have seen situations where they just kind of go, yeah, they, there you go, go for it, you know? And yeah, they're just kind of left to fend for themselves. And I don't like that. I've always said in all my episodes, find an owner has the heart of a teacher, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm getting like, I'm not sick, but I sound sick. Got a weird thing going here. Anyway, um, yeah, so that that's the one thing I want to talk about, too, is you told me you've got a great way of teaching the consultation. And yeah. in my opinion, that's 80% of being a good barber is yeah. just understanding. You know, that's, that's kind of what I was writing today. It's like, here's some red flags that you're going to need to reiterate this haircut a few times. One, the English is a second language. Two, they're white. A lot of not, <laughs> a lot of white guys, at least around us. And it's changed in the past two, three years when men really know what they want. But for the most part, it's like, ah, I don't know, let's make it shorter. You know, um, sure. when people say, I don't know, just give me a good haircut. That's a red flag. Yep. That's a red flag. You're going to want to spend a little extra time. And I've heard around my shop at different times, people like say, uh, you know, I want a, uh, I want a two on the sides and I want a little bit off the top. 
right. then the barber immediately goes and grabs it too. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is that what you usually yeah. get? <laughs> and they're like, um, I don't know what I usually get. I'm like, okay, because your hair is over your ears. The two is going to be short. Like, you could barely pull it, you know? Right. And they're like, oh, 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 oh. I'm like, yeah, see, man, you got to understand. You're going for a drastic change here. A drastic yeah. change. You're going to want to ask them a few questions. And uh, and so I think I'm, I'm sort of this, this morning, I think I feel like I trained myself on how to teach a consultation. But I want to hear from you because I know you got it kind of going on so, already. Yeah. So one, one thing that I'll tell you and. I'm I'm happy to demonstrate this for people in person too because it'll probably make more sense. One thing that I've learned from 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 taking classes and then being around hairstylists and stuff like that is when you go into a barbershop and you see the consultation, usually like barber says, Oh, what's up? Oh, what's going on? How you doing? They sit him in the chair. The first thing barbers usually do is throw the cape on, throw the neck strip on, go, What are we doing today? and start combing their hair mm-hmm. before you even know what the hell you're supposed to be doing, right? Right. That's, that's the common thing to do. I did that in the beginning of my career, and, and I learned to not do that anymore. What I, what I actually do is I don't even – I don't drape the client or anything. I let the client sit down. I ask them how they're doing. I, will, I, will, I don't advise people to go about doing it like this at first. Just get, that, get, the, get the hang of what I'm telling you to do before you do what I do. But what I do is – I sit them down, no cape, and I'll just start talking to you and ask you how you're doing. And, and, and my new thing that I've been doing is trying to see how long I can stretch my consultations out <laughs> and, then, and then how fast I can execute my haircut within that half hour that I work. And like, it's just been a new thing that I've been challenging myself to do. Okay. But what I find is that when you put the person in the chair and instead of talking to them in the mirror, in the mirror you turn around and just kind of get eye level with them. And, and ask them what they really want. You know, you're you're gonna get a better consultation. You're looking at what the person's hair looks like. You can look at their head. You can look at their face shape. You can look at how their hair looks when they came in. You can look at how they're dressed. So you can pick a right. haircut that might be a little more suitable in terms of style. You're getting a, a better idea of the picture. From there, I I'm gonna ask as many questions as I need to ask in order to figure out what I'm doing. Now, the, the thing is for me is I mostly work off referral at this point mm-hmm. or people that might've seen my Instagram. So I'm, I'm generally getting the haircuts that I do over and over and over and over again. It's, right. you, know, it, you know, after a while you end up doing the same type of haircuts over and over again. So I pretty much, I could look at a guy and I don't want to say that I can assume it, but generally somebody getting into my chair is going to want something within the range of what I do. For the most part. Right. Um, but, you know, I do do, you know, I do some longer haircuts. I also do, a, it's like sometimes I feel like I'm either doing longer haircuts or I'm doing skin fades and nothing in between. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, and that's, that's cool because I'm totally happy to do it because I like those haircuts. Uh, but basically, you know, I don't, um, I will just, you know, the main thing is, is I sit the person in the chair. I don't throw the cape on them. I don't spray the hair down. I ask all the questions that I need to ask until I know exactly what I want to do. I'm visualizing your hair and what I can do with it while we're talking. Right. Um, and then once, once I'm comfortable and the client's comfortable, then I throw the cape on and I get to work. And that cape, when you throw that cape on, that's like shaking. It's like a handshake on the haircut. Ah. Like, all right, cool. We've agreed on what we're going to do. Ah. How, many times, how many times have you seen a barber 
they get through a haircut or they're halfway through the haircut and the client's going, are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? <laughs> oh, that's not what we talked about. Wait, are you, is this right? I got all that out of the way. So I know what I'm doing. I feel good about it. I've built trust and confidence in the client. Yeah. And we both feel like we're in a good position to proceed. Right. That, so I, I really like, so what, a couple of things I'm hearing out of that. Yeah. Go ahead. One, you're making them confident because of your confidence. Mm-hmm. You don't, you're not in a rush. You're not slamming the cape on, getting it going. Okay. What are we doing? Blah, 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 blah. You're like, let's hang, let's talk. Yeah. Like, like, like I'm here for you. This is your time. Yeah. And I like that. I like that because that's, that's a big thing. And for you new guys, you don't have the confidence yet. But sometimes you got to fake the funk. You got to act as if. Yeah. You know? Um, it, but I, it'll also it'll also give you the confidence, too, because you're not. I, I see a lot of barbers. It, it, part of the thing is, if you're a barber and you're, and you're a young guy, you just got out of high school, you went to barber school, you're in the chair, it's your first year, you're younger. I see a lot of younger guys are more comfortable with other younger guys, which kind of makes sense. Then you get older, you get a business guy. Or somebody and the guy's just walking into the shop and they and the guys freeze up. You get somebody that takes you out of your comfort zone and it makes you freeze up. Yeah. And you and all your confidence goes out the window. The haircut's doomed before you even start. You're going, uh, uh, I see guys, they're mumbling too. It's like, yo, dude, have some confidence. Speak to the person directly. Be transparent with what you want to do. If you don't know what the client wants, I I have straight up looked at a client before and I said, Yo, dude. I can't give you a haircut based off this information that you give me. I'll give you any haircut you want, but you need to tell me what you want. Right. I don't, I don't know what hair I can give you any haircut, but if I give you a skin fade and you wanted a longer haircut, you're not going to be happy with it. So you got to tell me what you want. Right. It's not our, it's not our job to tell a client. We can do suggestions, but at the end of the day, I can't tell you what haircut to get. No. And that's, that's a thin line too, because like, I feel like we sort of take an oath as being taking care of a man's style, right? So if they're like, I don't sure. know. if they, So if somebody says, I don't know, what do you think? I have something cocked back, ready to go. Right. But I'm not going to make you get that. Like you have to, yeah. you have to, like you said, you have to agree to it. You know, we're going to, going to, going to do a handshake. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, one of the, one of the things I need to talk to my barbers about, and I've mentioned it, but not for a long time is, when somebody mentions a style that's older, um, like a contour or yeah. um, the uh, Crovatus, uh, Caesar even. Caesar's now like an old thing. They yeah. go, oh, I don't know what that is. Well, well, well don't, don't, don't do that. Just be like, oh, okay. Oh, perfect example. Tonight, my last cut tonight. Kid was like, I want a crew cut. And I go, yeah. Okay. What does a crew cut mean to you? And he's like, and he got, he got, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, it's short. I'm like, yeah, short, definitely. Crew cut. He's like, well, what does it mean to you? I'm like, well, I don't think that's as important as what it means to you. So let me, let, let's just Google. I'm saying, I'm going to grab my phone. I'm going to Google crew cut 2019 and see what comes up. And he's like, okay. So this, this picture came up. I'm like, that's what I kind of picture a crew cut. He goes, oh, no, it's way too short. I go, okay, cool. Had that been one of my newer barbers, they would have just gone, oh, crew cut, sure, and just make it yeah. up and make it up. Because you're trying to fake the funk and be confident, but realistically, confidence comes from you being confident and saying, I'm not really sure what that is. That's ultimate yeah. confidence. Okay? And then we came, to this, uh, we came to this conclusion on this haircut between 
seeing some styled tops and stuff on the sides and all that stuff. And then we, we knocked it out. The kid was pumped. It was a total makeover for him. And uh, I got some pictures of it, but I forgot to grab them off the damn camera. Yeah. But he was like, I mean, he was elated, man. He might get himself a girlfriend out on this one. You know? <laughs> do, you, do you ever get people that say, I want it short, but I don't want to buzz? All the time. That's a weird one. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, when you say buzz, you mean don't use the clippers? Or do you mean, what's a buzz to you? What That's such an operative word. Like, a, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't get it. And, and a lot of the time, <laughs> they, they, uh, you know, I'll ask you, well, you, you do more of a scissor cut? Do you like more of a look? I, I kind of differentiate it by the look. You know, yeah. like a scissor, you know, a scissor cut to me would be, I don't really deal with the clipper numbers too much. It's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because I usually blend everything anyway. But like, uh, I look at something like if you're talking about a scissor cut, something that generally looks a little more, a little bit with a little bit more length that has a little bit of a softer look as opposed to a faded look. You know right. what I mean? So that's where I might differentiate on that. But I always found that to be a weird one. It's like, okay, so if I give you a buzz, it's okay if I use a three clip, but it's not okay if I use a one clip. Like, yeah, like what's what? a buzz? Like, you mean don't, like, that's what I mean. Like, because everybody calls them buzzers. Like, do you? Yeah, it's a weird one. I don't, that's the one that always kind of trips me up. And then it's like, it's, it's also weird. To, you, I see, you get that a lot for me when, if you're doing a kid, and the kid doesn't know what he wants, you know, like a 12 year old kid. And the mom's like, all right, go ahead, go ahead, go get a haircut. And the kid's in like seventh grade yeah. ready for like a big boy haircut. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but then when it, when a grown man, when like a 35 year old guy says, well, I don't want to buzz. It's like, Oh God, <laughs> like, here we go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, consultation. The other thing with consultation I wanted to say too, was I, I don't get too into like, um, one thing that works for me is I, I don't get too into a lot. Like, it seems like a lot of barbers get hung up on, oh, you gave him a two on the sides, but he gets a three. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if, if you run into that anymore. I used to run into that more, but I'm not really like, um, just the way that I cut hair that doesn't really work for me. It's more like, give me the idea of what you want on the side. Like, as long as we're in the ballpark. Yeah. Because. There's so much variation between the different clippers that to tell me you wanted to, but your other barber you used to go to use a totally different clipper than me. Yeah. That doesn't really work, you know, like, so. Yeah, I think, I, I think, um, yeah, you just got to get within the ballpark. I'm not a stickler for that. I, one of the things I don't understand, well, two things I'll tell you. One first thing is when I first opened the shop in Milford, I was coming from Malden. And this, right. and what we call what we considered a one in Malden was the clipper open, with no clip on it. Right. That's what we considered a one. And so people said they want a one on the side. I'm like, oh, that's pretty short. Leave like a shadow of hair. Yeah. And I hit them with that. They're like, oh shit. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, because it's not that big a difference, but it's shorter. And then, like, well, I thought a one was the one clip. I'm like, well, to me, that it would make sense. But that's a one A, and then opens one and a half, and then. And I was trying to convince 30,000 people that this was the way to go instead of just changing the way I do it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And the way they teach at the schools out here is the way that this Milford town knows it, which is they call it open. No guard open is just called open clip. I'm like, that's not a number. That's not, what I, that's not a, it's like, 
I guess it's a point five, a zero A. I guess you could call it, but it's really not because if you took if you took the supers and threw a zero A on there, it'd be it'd be shorter. You know what that's I mean? Super, that's super interesting because I always look at the. Uh... Yeah, I always agreed. I, I would always consider a one to be an open clipper, and then a half is like if you took that open clipper and, like, closed it halfway. Right, yeah, same here. But that's that's, yeah. that's a North Shore-Boston thing. It's not a Metro West thing. It's bizarre. I don't know. So there's that. And then there's the other piece of the consultation, which I see my new guys doing all the time, is the shook to cut it too short, right? So the guy – I know the guy. He's been coming here for years, but they don't know that I know him because to him, to them, it's the first time they've seen him. So – yeah, it's like yeah, military high and tight. They go okay. How short do you want the size? He's like, what do you mean high and tight? And they're like, okay, like bald. And they're like, he's like, yeah, okay. Well, I want to start with a two first, and I let them do it, and they go with a two. And the guy's like, nope, closer. <laughs> then they <laughs> then they go with a one. Nope, closer. I'm like, then I lean over, and go, hey, wants a high and tight bald fade to the bone with the close shave, or like. Give him a brain fade. Like, fade his brain. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, so I let you go through that so you could learn. Decipher. Ask four more questions. Ask four more questions. And, and, and another thing, I'm all, I'm all over the place. Another thing I learned just to ask, and my wife really taught me this because she, my wife's fantastic at the consultation thing. Yeah. Is to find out what you don't want, you know? Yeah. What, what do you not want? What like what would what would really like? I don't say it like this, but I just go. All right, and then what do you like not want? Like what's something that like drives you nuts that happens to your hair sometimes? Like oh, they cut this too short and it sticks up and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, by the way, side note, I have this client forever that he's got cowlicks everywhere. Like it's just unbelievable, and it's so hard. He's always had to kind of grow his bangs out extra long and sort of comb them over and back just to kind of keep the cowlicks at bay, right? And uh, he came in and said, Jake, I want to do something different, man. I got to take it short. I don't care what it looks like. I just got to go shorter. I know I got these cowlicks. Would it look good like this? And he showed me the picture off my Instagram of the cut I did at the Josh class, the Josh OP class. Ah, there you go. So I was That's like, awesome. I can do that, but the bangs will look different because yours are – it's like, yeah, no problem. And I blessed them. And I, le- I took all those techniques and all the stuff I learned, man, and just – he was he's so happy, and I got the worst picture because I was in a rush. I wish I had a good picture yeah. to show you, but um, this is the first time I've been able to cut his hair super short and not have all the stuff sticking up all over the place because just keeping the, the, the back whirl area and the whole crown area at bay, you know? Yeah. But anyway, um, getting back to the point is, yeah, the consultation is huge. It's huge, it's huge, it's huge. If you can get – the confidence to ask a few more questions and be confident enough to say, I'm not sure what that is. Let me look it up. I mean, we got the internet at our fingertips. This is, hasn't happened before. I used to pick stuff off a wall. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially when you have things like barbershop connect and all the different pages and like your, you know, you should have, you know, you should have a collection of your own haircuts on your own Instagram page, which is the type of thing that you generally enjoy doing. Yeah. It's always a great thing to show a prospective client, a new client, or, or even somebody you've been cutting for a while. Right. Home, some of your other stuff. I, I also like the consultation, man. I'll just sit there and let, let the client talk. Yeah. I'll just be listening to them. Let them, you know, like it, it just sometimes, especially with a new client, you just sit there and let them talk and they, and they talk and talk and then they relax after a minute. And then you've had, an, 
you, that's giving you an, giving me an opportunity to like look at their hair and look at their face and see how's this gonna lay and you know like how should I maybe jump into this haircut because this guy's head is shaped this way and his bone structure is this way. Right. All little things that you pick up, but you can't pick it up if you're just immediately throwing the cape on and start spraying the guy's hair down because you haven't even looked at it. Right. <clears throat> that's right. You know, you're agreeing to a haircut that you can't necessarily even execute. Yeah, you you got to feel the vibes a little bit, you know. You got to <laughs> I I catch myself saying feel the vibes too much. No, feel the vibes is good. We're a vibe. I'm a vibe feeling son of a gun. But <laughs> um, you know, you got to kind of understand like you you got to be accommodating. You could tell they're nervous, you could tell they must have got yeah. jacked. You could tell they're on a time crunch. Sometimes yep. I just tell people straight up, like, oh, you know what? If you, I can't do that haircut. You need to be out here in 15 minutes. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry, man. This, this is the kind of shop where we take our time. <laughs> um, yeah. We don't do 15-minute haircuts unless you want me to just do, like, a men's regular. I can bust it out real quick, but it's not our best work. It's not what we do. You know, like having the balls to say that even. You know, just you probably don't get too much of that at this point. At this point, no. From time to time, it, it probably happens a couple times a month. We'll have somebody walk yeah. in and not understand. And how long's the wait? Like, uh, let me see. Probably get you in about an hour. Do you want to come back? I could put you this. Like an hour? I need to get a haircut right now. Okay. Huh? Well, the supercuts right across the street. Supercuts will get you in five seconds, man. And they just they just put a hair cuttery down the street for me too. I got within walking distance. They have hair cuttery, sports clips, and supercuts wow. within walking distance to my shop. Not to mention the other five shops that are in town. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's a hub. There, <laughs> it's uh, a barber hub. It it's, really is. It's 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 it's, it's insane. So, what side note? I'm just kind of going off the subject here, but one of my barbers had a great idea, but he's yet to execute, and I get why. It's not easy, but he wants to. Dude, he wants to go into these places, ask for like a low bald fade, and see what they say and do, and get jacked, and then come back and film us fixing it. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, do it. Just don't put their title. Like, don't. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we'll, like we have to blur out the, like the, the the names of the places so we don't get sued or whatever. But yeah, man. I mean, just so people can understand the difference, if they don't know. Yeah, it's funny. But yeah, so the consultation, man, is something I need to teach my my guys. Um, you know, I got some veterans. I really in the last from September of seventeen to October of eighteen, I hired five new people. Five there's only two wow. only two regular guys. You know? Um and so it's been it's just been like, all right, how do I get everybody on the same page at the same time? So I think I think one thing for consultation is like as the leader of the shop, like when you figure out a way, when you feel like you've really got it fine tuned, and I'm sure you do, you kind of got to hold a meeting and say, guys, this is the way I expect. Like, yeah. Now I'm not even saying you. I'm saying anybody that's listening to this should kind of say, listen, this is the way I want consultations done in this shop. You know, right? Consultations a cool thing because, you know, you might have some guy who's been cutting for 20 years and he learned at this place or that place or he just learned and he's got a system and it works and his clients are happy. So you don't. It's tough to necessarily change that person's style of cutting when they've just got habits and and like they're just you know you just instinctively go to certain things. But anybody can improve their consultation. Where it's just like, yo, dude, don't throw the cape on them until you've done the consultation. Right. And it's just like, oh, 
You know, it's like, hey, if you leave your station for more than a minute, fold your cape. Don't just leave it hanging over your chair. Anybody can anybody can can make an effort to do that, regardless of their level of cutting experience. And if you get them doing that stuff from the from the jump when they're fresh out of barber school, yeah, then even better. You know, I mean, th- these are all things that are just tiny little things that go so far. You know, like both with yourself as a barber and, you know, in terms of client seeing is how you carry yourselves in the shop, you know? Absolutely. That's, when you, this is habits. You know, that's why I put that post out today. I don't know if you saw my, uh, on my story, my Instagram stories, like what to all my, you know, what are some good habits that, oh, I didn't see that, it. that great barbers possess. And that's one of those, that's it. Like, you know, one, one of the things I'm going to toot my own horn here, one of the things that I yeah. love to do, and I'm not a big, fold the cape up guy i i sometimes i do it sometimes i don't um but i like to have my chair clean ready to go for the next client no matter if they come in an hour or they're right here and and get out of the way to take payment so i'm taking payment and i'm looking at my next client and he looks up at me and i'm like i give him the nod and he comes over and sits down completely doesn't doesn't get in the middle of the conversation i'm finishing with my client i'm just paying out you know what i mean just yeah. cashing out it doesn't yeah. it doesn't disturb that at all it's just he's ready there and then boom turn around what's going on how are we doing the usual today we're switching up what's going on how you, how's your day going you know what i mean yeah and just that seamless thing but you know one of my favorite quotes is how you do anything is how you do everything you know so if you're a half-assed dude and somewhere in your life it's going to show up somewhere else you know oh absolutely and, and, uh, you know, one of the things is to try to always get better and, and don't be a half stepper. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to be. Um, so yeah, no, that's, that's it. It's, uh, we decided today's going down February 24th. Um, I'm going to be teaching my guys this, this, all the stuff that I've sort of been kind of, I don't know, harboring <laughs> and yeah. put it together in a, in a sort of an outline this morning. So, um, hopefully, I can take that and refine it and go teach it to the students over at Rob Roy or wherever. Yeah. And then I can hopefully take that and refine it and teach it. Um, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to teach a class on how to cut this style, that style. It's not my thing. Um, I can do it, but I don't, that's not, it's not as, as the most important thing to me is that you have a good life, you know? Yeah. absolutely. And, and you could cut hair like a maniac, but if you don't know what to do with your money, and you don't you don't know how to establish yourself as a business within a business or all that stuff, then that's not your best life. So that's that's what I'll be covering with when I do this is because uh, because we do all chair rents where I'm at. And so well, I think yeah. you guys do commission, right? Like a percentage, right? Yeah. So it's a little bit different. So each each of my barbers could set themselves up as a DBA within my shop, right? And then they could run their own QuickBooks and they could, you know, do a lot of stuff. They could. You know, they could, when you do that, you have opportunity to contribute more to an IRA than you would as a, a regular employee or whatever, you know. Yeah, so, you can set up like a SEP, right? Exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. So it's like, there's all these things like that. But anyway, um, what was I going to ask you, man? We, we're... <laughs> oh, there's so much. There's, there's, so much. There's, there's just so much to talk about. <laughs> How's your family? Everybody good in your family? Yeah, we're good, man. Good. Yeah, man. How about you guys? Yeah, good. Good. We get a crazy holiday season. My kids are five and seven. It's like super fun. How, your daughter's, what, eight? Yeah, she's eight. Yeah. Yeah, so you're in the same boat. It's so fun. Yeah. 
yeah, Christmas is fun, man. Yeah, it's fun when you have kids. It's not fun. Like, when I was, like, 24, I was like, ugh. <laughs> well, it's, it's got nothing. It's about, like, yeah, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's, it, it, I don't know. It's got a, It's got more of a purpose when there's, like, other people, and it's nice. And, like, I don't know. Like, my wife and I don't go crazy buying each other stuff anymore, but, like, we still, it still feels good to get my wife something nice for Christmas. You know what I mean? And then, like. Yeah, definitely. Then, you no, know, my daughter's an only child, so she kind of. She gets a nice Christmas, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, it's not crazy, you know what I mean? But like, you know, she has, she gets a pretty good Christmas. Sure, sure. She does. Yeah. That's, I can understand that. Um, yeah. So the, the, uh, the other thing we were talking, we kind of going back and forth about is, uh, is uh, our our position and stance on uh, on the Instagram airbrushing techniques. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. I have mixed feelings on it. I have mixed feelings on Instagram a lot, like in general. Like I, I was a lot more active on Instagram this time last year, or even like over the summer. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like I'll, you know, like I was doing a bit more education like last year, and I was doing more stuff, and I was like, man, this is something I really want to do. And I was actively like doing Instagram, and then a couple of things that I had kind of set up for myself didn't really go right, and then I was just like. I was like, yo, I'm going to take a step back. And then I, I was kind of like, why am I so getting so wrapped up in Instagram? Like, why am I doing this or that? And yeah. then I'm like looking at Instagram and it's like, yo, like everybody's Photoshopping these haircuts. I, they're putting, putting like effects on videos now. Like everything is <laughs> so fake and it's so oversaturated. And it's, and it's like, for what? Like, what's the end result of like, if you're a barber and you have like 150,000 followers, but you don't do education or you're not working with any companies, like what's, you can only put so many people in your chair. So like, why turn that into a part-time job in, in like, you're, you're not even putting realistic, like, you know, like realistic work out there. Like it's not really your haircut. Like I can't, I can't figure it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't understand. So I think that you and I are a, a little bit more purpose driven than yeah, maybe definitely. other people. So we need to like understand the why before we do it. I'm not just going to do it to get more followers because the followers have to be for a reason. Why do I, why am I trying to get followers? Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I'm with that. I'm with that. It, in, it, in, in a breath, I think it's whack as hell. And the <laughs> yeah. second, and the second breath, <laughs> I understand why you do it. Same reason you polish up your car and shine it up and put the spray on the thing and make it look all shiny. It doesn't look like that 90% of the time. No. But you want people to see this nice stuff. Now, the difference is you are brushing up your skill level. So you're like, like owning a car isn't a skill. So... When you polish it up, it's just to make it look nicer. It's like you polish your shoes. It makes it look nicer. And like, yeah, I'm just polishing up this cut. Make it look nicer. Yeah, no, no, no. But that's your skill level is wrapped up in there. Yeah. And, and, you're, and you're showing a different level of skill than you actually have. Well, what's, what's the line where it's like, all right, that's too much? Like, say you do a nice haircut and you do it on a person. Then you take the photo. And then you realize, oh, that guy's got a big pimple on his forehead. All right, I'm going to edit. I'm going to use Facetune and I'm going to airbrush the pimple out. I think everybody's done that, right? <laughs> yeah. But then when you get to the point where the fade is literally not even your fade anymore, like, 
Like, where, when is enough enough? Like, and, and I, and there's part of me too that gets it. Like, like, I, like this summer, I needed, like, I was taking photos on my iPhone. And I said, you know what? I, sh- I should get a, a DSLR that's kind of standard right now. So I spent, I went to Hunt's camera and I spent a couple bucks on a Canon and I got, I got a good deal on it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the most expensive camera, but it definitely wasn't the least expensive either. And I asked gotcha. the guy and I was like, yo, what camera should I get? He's like, He's like, for what you want, get this one. Don't get that one. You're overspending your money. You know what I mean? Right. But then I, I was using it for a while, and I felt like every time I pulled it out to take somebody's photo, they would freeze up because I'm taking your photo with a huge camera in the middle of a busy <laughs> shop on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas before, when I was just doing it with my iPhone, it wasn't. It didn't feel funny. You know, like I'm putting a lens on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. Like, yeah. And it just, I was like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, it's polarizing. That's a good point. It's like, this is not my job. My job is to get clients into my chair. If I'm, if I'm trying to sell education, then yeah, this is my job. But if I'm not necessarily going after that, or I'm not trying to get an endorsement with like a clipper company, then that's not really my purpose right now. Like, why would I spend $500 on a camera to post photos on an app that doesn't put money in my pocket? It does in the sense where two or three years ago when I first started working in Belmont, I used it to get clients into my chair right. locally. But then when I started focusing on, I want other barbers and hairstylists to appreciate my work. Oh, it's like, well, I got paid <laughs> to do a few education gigs and that was really awesome. And I would do it again. But at the same time, you know, it's like, I yeah. made maybe like a month's worth of pay over the year doing that. But it's like, <laughs> it's like, it doesn't really, it doesn't really like even out, you know, it's, it's just kind of a crazy thing, you know, but then, yeah. and I, and I got like minorly caught up in it and then I see what other people are doing and I'm like, man, that's wild. Like that is wild, you know? Yeah. I, I think I read you loud and clear, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's not serving you. It's not, it's not, it's just not serving you. It doesn't do anything for you. And I find myself not wanting to miss the boat or anything. So I'll jump on some trends, you know? Yeah. And like, I started following this cat, man. I forget where he's from. It's, it's a, it, I believe it's in South America. He's a crazy hairstylist. Does some really cool stuff. But all of his photos on Instagram, not all of them, but a lot of them are, he has his client hold his camera and take a picture while he's cutting their hair and like has it pulled up or back in a, in a way that's interesting. And it's a cool idea. I'm like, well, oh, maybe I'll do that. And then I'm like, whoa, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> have, you, have you seen the dude that blows vape juice on top of his client's head? He like, he takes a hit of his vape pen, exhales it onto the top of their hair while the video's going. And then like as the smoke clears, it shows the finished haircut. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's no. amazing. Uh, <laughs> it's so you know? terrible. It's amazing though. It's like, oh. I went, when I was waiting for you to call me, I was like, all right, I'm getting fired up. And I just went through like an Instagram rabbit hole of like photoshopped haircuts and ridiculous <laughs> videos. And I was like, maybe I should be doing this. This looks like a lot more fun. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I understand why people are doing it. I just, I also understand why I don't do it. And yeah, yeah. I don't want to do it. I just want like my clients to be stoked, man. I just want. It's not about me, man. And I said this no. over and over and over again. It's not about how awesome I am. It's about how good you feel when you leave. And it's about how – here's, here's my big thing. My big realization uh, – one of my ten big realizations. I have a big realization every six days. But, yeah. <laughs> like, I get to be in people's lives for all their 
best moments and worst moments. True. But just say First Communion and then uh, uh, Winter uh, Cotillion or, or Ring Dance, whatever you call it in your town. Uh, prom, graduation, uh, a funeral. Not, not so fun. Uh, no. You know, college, co- college breaks, college girlfriends, college graduation. You know, first job interview, I'm cutting your hair. Uh, first date with this girl, you marry the girl, cut your hair for your wedding. I'm cutting your hair for the pictures because your kid's going to be born in a couple of days probably, you know. And I've been in your life since you were seven. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, that, that's, that's, that's unbelievable to me. That's a rare gift. And I don't want to get caught up in the fact that look at me, look at me, look at me. Now, nah, look at you, man. Look what right. you did. That's unbelievable. I'm just blessed to be here to help you through the way, look better and or feel better. And that's to me what it's all about. And, you know, anthropology, man, you know, as it, as, as we come up. So I don't know that, that that's a big thing for me. This going back a little bit to the consultation and stuff. And what I'm going to be telling my barbers is what are you doing right now? That's share worthy. And I don't mean Instagram, Facebook share worthy. I mean, like, like actual how people used to share things, which is like say, hey, yeah. you got to go to this restaurant, dude. If you try this burger at this place, oh, my God, I take this and do that. I, people have been doing that about my barbershop for a while because I made it that way. Yeah. But you're, you, like, just speaking to a new barber who, you know, not, not anybody specific, but just you're coming into something that's already built. Yeah. So you get automatic food pellets dropped in front of you automatically. But what are you doing to make sure – that those people come back. There's seven other chairs in the shop. There's probably 15 other ones throughout the whole town. You talk about 20 plus chairs in this town. What are you going to do that's going to make them come back to your chair? Yeah. What's share worthy? And I don't mean a gimmick. I don't mean, oh, I'm going to give them all uh, uh, candy. <laughs> or I'm going to, oh, I was thinking about that and I decided that I was going to, I don't know. Like, just be yourself, but like, be so great at this one thing that you do, which is cutting hair. But they're like, why would I go anywhere else? That was great. Yeah. You know, leave no room for doubt. All the room to say, hey, I'm going to make sure this guy gets gets uh, some more clients, you know. Uh, yeah, so I, that, think, I think you're right about that. I think I think to add to that, too, just like general professionalism is just such a big part of that, too, because there's so many good places where you can get a good haircut. But like you hear people all the time say, like, oh, I went to this shop and the fade was like just out of control. But. The guy took me an hour late. Then he spent an hour. Then he was on his phone. Yeah. I went back for my appointment the next time, and he wasn't even there. You know, like, you, you hear those horror stories that yeah. have been in the barber industry for so long, and we're working so hard to get away from that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I don't and, understand and I, that one at all, man. Yeah. Ugh. You know, and it, so it's like, you, you know, it, it's kind of funny because, I you know, I don't feel like it's as bad as it was, or maybe I'm just not in that that's just not in like the kind of the realm that I operate, but I don't feel like I like I'm competing with that. But I, I do think in some places it's like, you know, it's like the bar is so low for like what your barber feels like they're expected to do. Yeah. You know, it's like the, a lot of these guys are basically cutting on like a home haircutting level, which means you know how to turn on a pair of clippers, <laughs> you know, y- your sanitation isn't there. Your shear work's probably not there. Like, yep. You know, you're probably, you know, you know, we, we know it all, but it's like, yeah, what's, what's share worthy? What's going to get those referrals into your chair? And it's, yeah. it's the consultation. It's the professionalism. It's, 
it's being up to date on your your education, not necessarily running out and taking every single class um, and definitely not just running out in in trend hopping, but literally, you know, really going back and maybe taking a Sassoon class. So you really have a better understanding of, um, you know, technical haircutting, things that will really, really, really carry you throughout your career and, you know, taking some fun classes that maybe you saw somebody who you thought, Oh, they have a cool hairstyle. Like, yeah, I like the way they do what they do. I'm going to go to that guy's class, but really getting a good, a good foundation, you know, and, and, you know, you you know, your foundation in terms of your professionalism and in terms of your skill set, how, you know, dressing a little bit nicer for work and, you know, just your, your punctuality and all those things. And that's to me what like, a solid barber is like if, if to me any, any I could take anybody who has the interest in barbering and who has a good attitude and, and good work habits and help that person build a solid career for themselves you don't have to be the most talented barber yeah. like that's that actually would probably hurt you to be like God's gift to barbering in, in the long run <laughs> because you're yeah. gonna you're gonna cut out you're gonna cut out work for yourself that you're not gonna like be able to you know you're not gonna want to do that every day or the haircuts that you're putting online are so crazy, but they take an hour and a half and, and you have a half hour slot. So really it's like, just not realistic. But if you're a professional person and you knock out consistent quality cuts with good customer service, then you know, like you're going to kill it for that. You're going to kill it forever. You know, like there's no question you'll kill it forever, you know? Right. That's, up, yeah. You know that I'm with a hundred percent, man. Like, I get, like you said, I'll help you get a good career or, or you said so many words. You said that. Yeah, and, that's, and, that's it. It's, that, it's all about the career mindset and, and especially in 2019. I think, yeah, it's kind of funny because we started, we started talking about consultation. We started talking about Instagram and then in my opinion, to kind of pull it full circle is like, I, one thing that's been kind of bothering me, not to, not to hijack your podcast. But Go. Yeah, well, this <laughs> is not. I'm here to speak on my own agenda. This is for all like, of us, buddy. I, one thing that I, Instagram is you just get you get you just get bombarded with so much stuff and it kind of reminds me of how MySpace was when it when you were just getting like just inundated with one thing after another before it kind of just got too crowded and everybody jumped off it and I feel like that's what kind of Instagram's at it's like it's just so much getting thrown at you every day and then you got like the barber repost page and these if you follow one of these pages they have 21,000 posts that's all you're gonna see yeah it it's kind of at the point where it's like the the like, all right, we've seen it. Like the the industry had like barbering had a resurgence. Then the people jumped in the industry. Everybody had a new product. Everybody's got a new trend. But it's like, I think people are getting sick of that. Yeah. And I think where it needs to go back is like, maybe not following every single barber or or following all these like big time industry barbers, but following and supporting other barbers who you can relate to and in building a career for yourself because yeah. like that gimmicky stuff is like gonna always come and go there's always gonna be something new but like you can build a career for yourself if you're serious about it you don't have to worry about the trends and what's going on and just focus about yourself and your clients and being a good co-worker and i i think that's what's up for 2019 like like that's realistic yeah like and 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 the cool thing is is being realistic about it is the best thing ever because you can make a great living and and enjoy yourself and not have to like worry about what's going on online. You can just worry about what's going on in your chair, not 
Right. It doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice if we got back to using social networking for actually networking socially with people that we look up to and yeah. like to keep in our circle, which is exactly how I met you and exactly yeah. um, how I had heard of, you know, the Barber's Den and Evan. And um, that's exactly uh, why I, I mean, this is one of the main reasons I cut hair is because I'm addicted to meeting people. Like, yeah, I like have this idea of like, how, how can I meet every person on the planet? Like, how can that, <laughs> obviously it'd be very hard, but everybody to me is a potential friend. Um, whether it's somebody in line at the airport or the dude yelling at me because <laughs> I yep. pulled out in front of him and didn't see him. You know what I mean? Like we could probably be friends on some level. Um, yeah, I, I'm with that, man. I think, like you said, the, the Barber repost pages, there's too many of them, and they all repost the same thing. So if you follow two, you follow all of them. Yep. And they're not inspiring. Um, I didn't, you know, I, I'm trying to think the last time I got, like, inspired by a haircut. And I think that was probably... That was probably like right when, when uh, Nick was showing me Josh's page, and I was like, "Oh man, this is cr- this is totally different," yeah. you know. And that and that was pretty cool. And you know, I'm trying to think, there's been some other people that I've seen stuff. I'm like, "Oh, okay." I I, I don't know what happened one night. I just got on these like all the South American barber pages, like all these dudes from like Chile and. They are wild. And, and and there was just, just one design. It was so simple. I think I screenshotted it. Just And, and I was just like, ah, see that? That was literally two squiggly lines and a couple lines in between and then just the right shading. It probably took five minutes. <laughs> yeah. But it looked so ill. I'm like, oh, man, it looked like ribbon. And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. So I guess there there's that, you know. But I, other than that, I think, you know, I'll continue to build my Instagram following because I want to help as many people as I can. Yeah, and, definitely. And, th- and that's my purpose there. I got, I'm clear on it. I'm going to go for it. Um, so, but uh, I mean, I'm not, I don't look at it for inspiration anymore. I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> when, when I started seeing all the English barbers, like, you know, men's fire and, um, and I like breed barbers. And then of course, Joshua P a lot. Uh, when I started seeing those guys, I was like, yo, this is dope. This is so different. They're doing all this cool scissor work. They have different, they have different ways of going about their fades. I was like, man, this is dope. And then like, since then I haven't really seen, there's been a barber here or there that I was like, oh, that guy's killing it. But like, I, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I feel like it's, it's going to go back to like, it's got to get a little more localized. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the big scheme of things in order to keep going because it's just it's just too many people. It's I hate it. It's like you're like, oh, did you see my think that it's like I actually did it's like you're you're my friend. You're somebody who I wanna I always look at your posts, I always look at your story. And it's like there's so many people that post every day. I didn't even see your story and I'm knowing I'm gonna talk to you tonight yeah. and go on your podcast <laughs> again. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, you can't even get to it. It's just wild. You know? Yeah, no, and I don't and I'm not for the one. It's like I can't believe you didn't uh didn't check it out. <laughs> like I, I'm not like that at all. Like, no, I cool don't. stuff. But yeah, man. All right, all right. This is good. This is good. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say let let the people know where they can find you on Instagram if you actually want to really connect. Yeah. 
ESTE617. I post funny stuff on my story daily, and I post one to two good haircuts a week. That's I appreciate it. all the likes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at the Barber's Den, more importantly, in Belmont, Mass., Somerville, Mass., later this winter, early spring, that's where you can find us. I know uh, we have some cool we have some cool stuff coming up this year, so Good. we're definitely going to have like a nice little party when we open up the shop. we got some education stuff coming up that I can't quite announce yet, and then... Uh, yeah, we got we got more stuff coming this year, so it's going to be another good year. I'm excited. Good. Now, thank you for having me back on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, for sure, man. I'm gonna get you and and uh, it's just and Nick. So I got his own yeah. shop now, and he's got some cool stories and connect with him soon. And yeah, I got some pretty cool guests coming up. If if, if all goes well, I got Tyler Sullivan up next week. Nice. Um, he wants to announce some stuff they got going on. Uh, my cousin wrote an awesome book. It's about Instagram and how to like gain a real following once you have your purpose squared away. It was pretty interesting timing. He like wrote this book and like they gave it to me right on the time I was thinking, "What the f am I doing on Instagram?" You know? Yeah. And I just read it like in two nights. It's like such a, it's like 150 pages. Anyway, so he, he's gonna be on soon, and yeah. Some cats. Josh is. Uh, I got Josh OP. I agree. We got to set a date, but he's like, yeah, man. Let me know. Yeah, um, he'll be back. He'll be back. Uh, actually, I'll just say he'll be back at the den April twenty first. So of this year coming up. Yeah, that, we'll launch that soon. That, and uh, that'll be cool. Yeah, we can either get him back up. We can. I don't know if it's easier for you to do it with him while he's in England, but you can always just call my phone and get him on when he's here or whatever. So yeah, I think I think when he's here, it's harder. I don't know. He, he's he's a, he's busy. He's busy as hell. So yeah. you know, I I think with the twelve hour difference, it might work out where if he wants to do something like at nine o'clock, I don't know. We'll figure that out. But yeah, yeah. Um, either way, uh, you know, thanks for checking it out, my my barber friends and and stylist friends. Been here from a lot of stylists, which has been dope. Um, yeah. shout out to all the stylists. Uh, number one, my wife, yo, and your wife, and your wife too. What the hell? Yep. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. Oh, please go to jcutsfresh.com. Check out all my content. And please, if you got any value from this, tell a friend to tell a friend. And, uh, if you're listening on iTunes, you can review it and, uh, be honest. And, uh, all that stuff helps me gain a little ground, help a few more heads. Um, and uh, I just, I just want to see. I want to get some metrics going, and uh, that would help me out if you could. Appreciate it. So until next time, my peoples, I'll talk to you soon.